We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 18th, 2013. And I just did some more research uh, on her website, and I found that White House document. Uh, it's just unbelievable, this information. Uh, she also has another video I, I posted up there. It's her driving around in a car, and um, I'm assuming her husband, and they... Uh, have like an EMF meter and they're going around and they're they're actually finding these fake cell towers and and they're showing you what the EMF meter is doing and she goes through a lot of the um, a lot of the same stuff she covered. I actually even thought about playing it, but it was somewhat redundant regarding what we just heard. And I give you the link if you want to hear that as well. Uh, now this one is the the original one that I found out about oh a couple months ago. July 14th is when this was posted. NASA, the end of the world document leak. Now, <clears throat> a lot of these types of things come out, and, and obviously I can't play them all. Uh, but after hearing her interview in particular, uh, in all the providential ways I came about doing that, and then seeing the information and seeing a lot of her the stuff that she's got up on the web, uh, I had a lot of requests to actually get into this. Um, I think she did the best job of actually surmising everything uh, that's going on with this NASA document, uh, the space agency. And so I'm going to go ahead and roll this, and um, you're going to hear this interview now as well. This is Trevor Coppola for Anthony J. Hilder. I'm with uh, Deborah Tavares, and we're going to discuss a few topics here. Thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, some of, one of the things that we want to talk about is what we were discussing a little bit ago, and that is the significance of this NASA war document that was found on the NASA website, and the need to urgently get this out in front of, of many, as many people as possible because of the content of this document. So was this document available to everyone, or... This was on their actual website, and someone found it. That is correct. It was on the NASA website, and uh, it was a document that actually is a PowerPoint presentation by Dennis Bushnell, the chief NASA scientist at the Langley Center. And it was presented in 2001, July of 2001, just a few months before 9-11. And... Um, what brought my attention to it and immediately rang some uh, uncomfortable realizations was when I first, when we first came across it, it says on the website, Future Strategic Issues, Future Warfare, Circa 2025. And uh, as I decided to just flip through it quickly to see what it was about, I was a little stunned on page four. It said, the presentation is based in all cases upon existing data, trends, analysis, technologies, no pixie dust. And the entire premise of the document, or the PowerPoint, is about robots, cyborgs, and humans. So, so this is not something they were just playing around. This is how they're projecting the world to be in 2025. And obviously... It's not just going to be something that's happening in 2025. There's going to be a huge progression of things leading up to that point, which obviously we're seeing in today's study alone. If I had never done any other study but this one today, you would have enough information to realize there's some incredibly evil plans afoot here regarding the future of humanity. And this is NASA. This is back in 2001. And now we're seeing this thing really, really, really crank up, really get aggressive. And it's, you know, again, the, the one thing we as Christians have is to pray against these specific things. Um, because I think that's about the only thing that could, that could hold this back at this point. Yeah, public awareness is great. Uh, but they're doing so much to dumb down the population and to sicken them in, in, in now the psychotronic warfare, so many other things that they're doing, that that's going to be um, obviously a huge hindering factor in preventing this. Uh, whereas 
you know, the Lord can intervene in these types of things and, and can do mighty, mighty things. So let's go ahead and, and get into this interview. I immediately saw um, a conflict between future and now. And I thought, what are they covering up? Okay, so it's the future strategic uh, forecast. And then it says, underneath that, it says the future is now. So in other words, all these unbelievably horrific things they're getting into in this NASA document. NASA is a wicked, evil branch of our government. I mean, wicked, wicked, wicked. There's been whole books written on all the dark projects, black projects that they're involved with. So this doesn't surprise me a bit. And they're saying the future is now. And that was back in 2001. So everything that you're going to be hearing here, understand they wanted to implement this yesterday. (laughs) So this is their mindset. Because that was a definite cover-up. And then I started to continue looking through the document with shock. And that's why we're talking right now. Because I think most people would be shocked to find on page 93. So so who wrote this NASA document, and was this intentional? Did they want the public to see this, do you think? Well, again, uh, the Illuminati, the most wealthy, rich men on the face of the planet, always telegraph everything that they're going to do. So the fact that it was on the NASA website, it was certainly available to the public, but did they see it? Obviously not. Because had they looked at this document, you would know about it right now. And we don't. And that's the purpose of this discussion, is for people to know about this document. Uh, again, the conflict between the future and the fact that they said it was a current reality in 2001 of July when this was actually presented. And what it said, which was quite shocking, on page 93... It said, capture, torture Americans in living color on prime time. And that is an unbelievable statement. Then it's followed up. So it's like those sci-fi shows that uh, that one Arnold Schwarzenegger was in, Running Man, where basically, and, and again, it's been so long since I saw that show, but um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to look that up real quick. Okay, so an example. And granted, this is the future of entertainment. They're trying to get us more and more into that now anyway, where where we're being more conditioned to want to see people suffer and die in horrific ways, and, and the news has a lot of that on. All of these atrocities the Muslims have committed and are committing against Christians, you know, the decapitation, the, the it's just... The, the, the scenes I've seen from Egypt alone, I mean, the, the horrific stuff I've seen out of there, just unbelievable. And they're trying to get us to want to have that as our primary form of entertainment. Running Man, this was in 1987. American science fiction action film loosely based on Stephen King's 1982 novel of the same name. Directed, uh, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger... Jesse Ventura, uh, let's see here. I just want to get to what it's actually about. The film is set in in a dystopian America, 2017. (laughs) This was, from that point forward, 30, 30 years. Yeah. So, again, uh, 2017, that was only four years for us. But at the time of the show, it was 30 so, dystopia in America in 2017 about a television show called The Running Man where convicted criminal runners must escape death at the hands of professional killers. And that's what the whole thing was about. The, by 2017, the global economy has collapsed. <laughs> See all the telegraphing here? And the American society has become a totalitarian police state. Uh, exactly what we're talking about today, censoring all cultural activity. The government pacifies the populace by broadcasting a number of game shows in which convicted criminals fight for their lives. Now, the convicted criminals, we already know who the the government views as the biggest potential criminals and terrorists that there are. And that's Bible-believing, fundamentalist Christians that are um, pro-life, anti-gay, 
pro-constitutional, pro-Second Amendment, pro-prepper. Those are all the criminals. Returning veterans, those are the real criminals. All the other overtly evil people, no, they're good. They're, they're good in, in today's brave new world. So, again, that, those are going to be the people that, that they're going to be putting into this. Those will be actually the criminals. Um, so, the government pacifies the populace by broadcasting a number of game shows in which convicted criminals fight for their lives, including the gladiator-style running. Well, it's like the Colosseum in Rome, where they, where they took Christians and threw them to the lions or had them whatever. Same thing, going back to that. Um, uh, Satan, you know, he's just going to go back to the old pattern that he was in before. It's just taking him a little longer to get there this time. The... Um, Runners attempt to evade stalkers in certain death for a chance to be pardoned and set free. And then it gets into the actual plot of all of this. Now, also you have Logan's Run, which is similar, where you, at, at the, I think when you turn 30, you have to go and basically you get zapped. But it's this big coliseum where it happens, and, and these people, they float up into the whatever, and you're in this big coliseum thing, and all of these lasers come out and zap these people and kill them, and everybody's cheering, and everybody's... I mean, you think about it. I mean, these could be your buddies. They're, they're your buddies one day, they're up in the air getting zapped the next day, and you're cheering them on, dying, and hey, guess what? You're next. Once you turn 30. That's the whole mindset they want us to be into. And again, a lot of this will come about through the psychotronic warfare, through these frequencies that they're using, and all of the other nefarious things that we're talking about today. This is just one show. I'm sure that there's been multitudes of shows like The Running Man. Uh, Alex Jones lately has been playing one or whatever, uh, that Death Race show. Death Race 2000, I think. That one too. That's the whole, that's exactly the same, um, exactly the same mantra the same theme here that we're seeing with, yeah, Death Race 2000. And that was from 1975. Look how long ago they've been telegraphing these punches. Um, oh, that pervert David Carradine was the guy that starred in it. In the year 2000, hit-and-run driving is no longer a felony. It's the national sport. Okay? Uh, Death Race 2000, 1975 action cult film. And, uh, again, the film, it takes place in a dystopian American society in the year 2000, where the murderous transcontinental road race has become a form of national entertainment. In an alternate timeline in the 1970s, the United States is no more, is no more. Guess what? Due to financial crisis. Isn't that what they just said in The Running Man? Total economic global collapse? Isn't that what I've been saying and tons of others? It's coming. If you have anything in paper, it will be gone. It will evaporate overnight. You will not be able to get your money out of the bank. Or if you're ever able to go back to the bank, it's going to be at a very devalued rate. You better get it into something that matters, is what I'm saying. Understand, it's one thing to have enough money in there to pay your bills every month or, or whatever. I advise using money orders personally, but uh, there's... Minimal paper trail, obviously, in regard to that. And privacy is obviously something they don't want you to have anything of. That's just one little thing, though. But, I mean, it's very important to try to um, understand all of these things that have been telegraphed to us. So the United States is no more due, due to financial crisis and military coup, which is exactly what we're seeing now. Both major political parties have collapsed into a single bipartisan party. That'll probably, that's going to happen during the New World Order. You think there's going to be Democrat-Republican when the Antichrist is here? There's not going to be Democrat-Republican. It's going to be all one united, one government, one religion. Nothing's going to be divided. Dividing will not be tolerated. That's why Christians can't be tolerated. Because the Christian doctrine is, is unique. And and it's um, it does divide. Jesus Christ said, think, think that I not come not to bring peace, but I come to bring a sword. And amongst foes will be they of his own household. He wasn't saying that to be mean, but, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ divides. Bottom line. And and um, it doesn't always divide. Obviously, if you had to save family, it wouldn't. But somebody that doesn't believe, and then somebody does, it will divide them, obviously. So, um, 
Both major political parties have collapsed into a single bipartisan party, which also acts as a unified national church. <laughs> what, what, what were we just saying? So not only the political party has literally collapsed into a single unified church. This is going to be the coming essence and backbone of the New World Order. It's going. It, you could have the political aspect. You could have the one world currency, the one world political. You could have a one world military system. But unless you have the religious component, it won't work. You have to have the religious component. People have to have that. And that is, that is why we're going to have what is coming under the Antichrist and false prophet, and literal worshiping of the Antichrist as their God. Because that's going to be the coming backbone of the New World Order. The resulting fascist political state, fascist merging the government with the private sector, the government controls everything, health care, oh, is that what Obamacare? Yeah. And, and every other aspect of society, these major bailouts and things of this nature, we're moving into that, unbelievably, at a huge pace. The resulting fascist police state, the United Provinces, I guess that's what is we're called now, at least in America, is headed by Mr. President. The country is kept satisfied through a stream of gory, gladiatorial entertainment including the annual transcontinental road race, a symbol of modern values and a way of life. Quote, During the coast-to-coast three-day race, points are scored not just for speed, but for the number of innocent pedestrians killed during the race. And um, the... Uh, I might play you a clip from that. Uh, <laughs> my word. Mr. Frankenstein, who's David Carradine, who died not too long ago under disgusting circumstances, um, is the most celebrated racer and is the government's champion and national icon. He is supposedly part human and part machine. What have I been saying about the whole transhumanism movement? Cyborgs. Part animal, or part human, part machine. Or eh, part animal, part human. Anything to defile our DNA, anything to make us post-human, anything to make us that we cannot become saved. Post-human. I mean, the mark of the beast. There's obviously going to be a technological, huge technological and spiritual aspect to the mark of the beast. The Bible says anybody that takes the mark of the beast, that's it, you're done. No more, no more chances. Because I believe at that point, you're going to change. You're not going to be fully human anymore. You're going to be part machine, part human. And Jesus Christ didn't come to save cyborgs or chimeras, different types of animals interbred or humans interbred with animals. It's It must be really important to Satan because you really see that theme occurring over and over. He wants to defile God's creation. God created it the way he did with Adam and Eve and he let Adam name the animals and these types of things. And God wants to defile all that. So, um, why do you think you had to get all the animals on the ark during the flood? Because all the, most of the other animals had most likely been defiled. There were very, there was very few, uh, very little anything of pure genetic lineage left prior to the flood. This is why he had to take thing, the little things that were left pure on planet earth and put them on the ark. And it got down to eight people and the animals on the ark. And he had to start over. It was like a restart button because everything had been so defiled from the fallen angels and their offspring. So here we go with the part human, part machine. And um, he has been rebuilt after numerous crashes over his career and constantly wears a mask in his face of public because of the supposed facial disfigurements. Uh, though he regularly quarrels with other drivers... Frankenstein's main foe is machine gun Joe Vibitro, who is Sylvester Stallone. Another, you know, all these guys, you know, they've all sold their soul to Satan. All these Hollywood stars from way back, way back. It's how they get these roles. So anyway, then it gets into the stupid plot line or whatever. Okay, I just wanted to play this for you so you can understand this is like the real theme of the show. And again, this is the dystopic future that... Satan has planned for humanity. And again, this has been telegraphed for a long, long, long time. We've been 
prepared, conditioned on so many levels, on levels we don't even know about. With a psychotronic warfare, obviously, these are frequencies that are being beamed at us that we're not even aware of. And so here is a um, Death Race 2000. This talks about the points for killing certain types of people. It seems apparent that our citizens are staying off the streets, which may make scarring particularly difficult, even with this year's rule changes. To recap those revisions, women are still worth 10 points more than men in all age brackets. This is if you kill them. Teenagers now rack up 40 points, and toddlers under 12 now rate a big 70 points. The big score... So the younger, the Anyone, better. any sex, over 75 years old, has been upped to 100 points. So uh, an elderly person is would be considered a useless eater, so they're going to bring the highest amount of points. Um... 100 points. Toddler is the second highest at 70 because they have the most potential and they're also innocent and Satan hates anything innocent. Teenagers, obviously above that. And, and so these are the, this, this is the mentality that you're in here. As always, how fast you move determines how long you live. So anyway... And it just shows, I mean, this show is so B-rated, it's beyond B-rated. But anyway, um, that is, those are just a couple examples, and that goes way back. And again, this is not even doing it remote justice by regarding what's going on in today's day and age. But this has started a long time ago, and now we're going to go back to the um, interview with Deborah Tavares here. By saying, terror attacks within the continental United States using binary biologicals take down critical infrastructure. They are going to use an EMP. This is the NASA document she's reading from directly. P, which is an electromagnetic pulse. They're going to use um, radiation frequencies against our brains, etc. And conduct serious psi war and collateral damage and exploitation. On the same page, 93, they say exploit CNN syndrome. Now, CNN, of course, is the network, the news media network, propaganda machine, and was set up by the CIA. You can watch the movie called Psy War on StopTheCrime.net for all the background information on CNN. Very, very interesting uh, information. Uh, then you go on and you read that um, on page 66, they say increasingly critical are human limitations and human downsides. Humans are too large. Humans are too heavy, too tender. Humans are too slow, both physically and mentally. And we require huge logistical trains, meaning we cost way too much money to maintain. And humans have rapidly decreasing to negative value. Can you even believe this? I mean, you're hearing this, and it's got to be rather shocking. It's our government at work. Coming off of a NASA website, particularly when some of the agencies that are involved are the U.S. Air Force, DARPA, the CIA, the FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and other agencies. Oh, but they only want the best for us. This is the corporation's agencies. We are USA, Inc. We're no longer under a constitution, as proclaimed in the Iron Mountain Report, which everyone should read on StopTheCrime.net. You can download it not only as the document, but you can watch the uh, documentary, which I highly recommend. You will see how the... Uh, just got into it last week, Iron Mountain, just key in Iron Mountain in the keyword search box, or actually just if you're listening to this today or in August, you will uh, just go to our homepage and you'll find it. I think it's like part three. A stealth and deceptive incrementally positioned uh, attacks upon the Constitution have rendered us now a corporation. 
and we do no we no longer have a legitimate government. We are uh, uh, being or- controlled by or- by um, corporations and banks that are posing as a legitimate government, and they're not. We wouldn't have a legitimate government with the war machine stating what they were going to do. I'm sorry, it was part four. I just checked the website, my website. So for eight, four, um, 13, part four, Iron Mountain. And again, I get into, in that particular study also, the exopolitics department to run alien affairs and manage dis- disclosure according to insiders, which is something I don't know if she gets a lot into, uh, but you need to tie that into all this as well. And again, that's why this ministry exists, to kind of try to tie everything She's got an area she's focused on. It's pretty broad, but um, I even get a lot broader. I try to get a lot broader to get into all the religious aspects of this because that's going to be such a huge factor. And then also the MJ-12, which she talks about, and they're deciding to reveal their full role in galactic disclosure, This is the disclosure of the so-called aliens. And then the Iron Mountain Report, Secret Science, Space War, and Terraforming, where we get into that. So that was, that was just, that's on the homepage now at contendingfortruth.com. So let's go back to the report here. On the continental United States to all the people. And this is not just in the United States. This is a global planned attack and assault with technologies beyond most people's comprehension. Everyone is, is buying books and ammunition, I mean guns and ammunition, and they don't realize that the beam weapons, for example, on page 45... Beam weapons increasingly prevalent. This is how they're going to attack. Uh, They talk also about, um, on page 9, this is very interesting and horrifying. Humans have taken over and vastly shortened evolution. They're going to direct evolution. I mean, who gave us evolution? Satan. Notice it says humans have taken over. What does that imply? I mean, was the person doing this presentation not human? I mean, is this is this the point we've come to now? Where you literally have non-human or hybrid entities making presentations at NASA? Well, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. I, I mean, nothing would surprise me anymore. They believe, the they, the bankers, the global elites, believe that they have accomplished immortality. And they're doing that, again, keeping in mind that this entire document is about robots, cyborgs, and humans. They've already mapped our brains. We've just recently heard that they can um, transfer a human brain into machinery. So whenever they tell us that this is a new scientific discovery, we know it's been uh, decades and decades prior to a Got into this not too long ago, the whole singularity AI, artificial intelligence thing, that conference that they were having, and I played that video where it said, okay, by the year 2025, we will be able to download a person's brain into a, and then downloading literally, supposedly, our spirit, our soul into into a computer. They're trying to pursue immortality. They're trying to pursue never having to ever, ever actually face judgment. For No matter what they do, it's not going to work. They're still going to go to the great white throne judgment and be cast into the lake of fire. They're still, that's, it doesn't matter. They're going to go that route. And no matter how hard they try to wiggle out of it, no matter what they try to do, that's their destiny. But they're desperately trying to avoid that through this transhumanism, cyborg, cyberkinetic, or whatever movement. ...ever finding out about these things. And uh, they also talk about um, microdust as a weapon. They say that this micron-sized mechanized dust, which is distributed as an aerosol and inhaled into the lungs, the dust mechanically bores into the lung tissue and executes various pathological missions. They say it's a completely new type of warfare, and it is legal. It's legal. This is what they're going to do to all the humans on the face of this planet. It's all legal. And then they talk about how um, 
the use of frequencies will be used in warfare. And we know, for example, the smart meters that are being deployed around the globe, the replacement of our electric meters, which will also and does include the replacement of all of our gas meters and our water meters as well, and will be connected to our food supply when they collapse the occurrency and they issue energy um, allowances, and that will all be controlled through the metering system. Notice, all of this is also hinging on collapsing, again, the currency, the um, economy, particularly in America, because they've wanted to eliminate the middle class of America for a long time. And again, that's exactly what you see in all of these dystopic future movies. And, and again, Running Man, Death Race 2000, even then, it hinged on that. Uh, Road Warrior, everything had collapsed. You can go movie after movie after movie. Or, you're living in an unbelievable sto- uh, state of like hyperinflation at bare minimum. Like iRobot. And, and, I mean, so many other shows. It's always, typically, you're always seeing some type of, of collapse of society on an economic scale as well. So, that's a huge part of this. But they talk about the use of low frequencies, microwave frequencies. And they mention, in this NASA document, the U.S. Army report. The U.S. Army report is on our website um, smartmetersmurder.com. It's about a 20-page uh, army document that talks about the use of frequencies to target uh, the enemy. We're the enemy. And they say 100% of the human population will be affected by these frequencies. Some will uh, be the canaries in the coal mine, which is a uh, a term that they've been using as people have been dropping like flies. Uh, people are experiencing all kinds of health maladies. Uh, generally, it starts with ringing of the ears, heart palpitations, skin rashes, inability to sleep through the night. And what they're doing is they're jamming our immune systems with these frequencies. So how do the elite shield themselves from their own weapons? Well, that's a really good question, um, and some of the uh, information that we've come across is, of course, they have methods far ahead of anything that we uh, have available to ourselves, such as cancer cures. They don't get cancer. Uh, there's chip mechanisms that we understand can fend. Okay. Now, here we go. I just, the email that you're going to get on the 20th from me, I put out a health report. The leading report is from Lindsay Williams. Regardless of how you might feel about Lindsay Williams, it's called Healing the Elite Way. And he talks about, the first part he talks about um, the, the Venus flytrap extract that Robert uh, Reagan brought in to cure his own colon cancer, uh, carnivora. And um, then he gets into other things for um, ones for... I think skin cancers, and um, that one's called, uh, let's see if I wrote it down, pdqherbals.com, pdqherbals.com. See, you can use Indian herb for any kind of skin cancer, and even internal, but boy, that stuff's stuff's rough. I mean, it's rough. I don't know, this PDQ stuff, herbals, he said it was literally developed by the elite to cure these things. He told of a uh, of a clinic in Mexico that you could go to and and um, deal with cancer and and they have an unbelievably high success rate and the carnivora alone in dealing with cancer and on a host of other things has an amazing track record. Um, gave uh, some other things in there. Nothing that I really could could say was bogus. And he got this information from the elite that he was around when he was actually the chaplain for uh, this um, oil company that he worked for up in Alaska. Um, Worked with, I should say. And so, I thought there was some really good information you could glean from that, and it's literally the lead, it will be the lead report in there, and I give you a link to Carnivora as well. I don't have anything to gain by any of this financially. I just want you to have the information I want you, obviously they're, they're 
doing everything on the planet to try to kill us off, and I'm wanting to see the body of Christ uh, protected, and not obviously the Lord's the one, but there's also other things that we can do um, to make an effort toward those ends as well. So uh, she's right about this. We're, we're the elite. They have ways that, that they're protected. Now, not all of them, I think, have have had access to all the privileged information, but I believe the highest ones definitely, and certain insiders do. ...off certain frequency attacks. Uh, we also know that they're interested in transhumanism. So much of what they're doing globally, they're interested in. And to what extent uh, they're uh, affected by all of the um, chemtrails and all of the nanofibers that are uh, being dropped, which is phase one of the first protocol. Uh, it all lines up. Everything lines up. Okay, the nanofibers being in the chemtrails, which is one of the main things they're attributing Morgellons to, Morgellons, and the, these fiber-like things that come out of your skin, and sometimes there's worms and stuff like this that people get, and most likely that's coming from chemtrails. But interestingly enough, Mike, Mike Adams just came out this week with a report where he examined the good old chicken McNuggets, probably the worst, most horrific thing you can put in your body. And if you had to pick one food chain that was at the spear tip of GMO, New World Order, Franken food, it would be McDonald's, bar none. They're, they're at the absolute spear tip. And if you could pick one item on their menu that was probably the most horrific things that you could put in your body, you would have to say it would be the Chicken McNuggets. Now, I, he's got a new report up. Uh, more Chicken McNugget strange fibers. Photos released by the National Forensic. Oh, I, this makes me, I can't even hardly look at this. So on his main page right now, naturalnews.com, but I also gave you a link to it in the email you'll be receiving on the 20th. Um, more microscopic photos of the mysterious fibers found in McDonald's Chicken McNuggets have been released by Natural News Forensic Labs. Uh, these new photos shown below appear to depict microscopic hairs, fibers, strands of various colors, shades throughout the McDonald's Chicken McNuggets samples. All the photos were taken at a 200 time magnification. Hair-like fibers you can see are much smaller than a human hair or animal hair. Uh, oh, this is so gross. And there, I mean, if you just look at the ingredient lists alone and how chicken McNuggets are made, it is so horrific. And I've put out emails on this before. And they bleach this so-called pseudo-chicken paste product that comes out of literally like an, it looks like an ice cream dispenser, and before it's bleached, it's a pink color, probably from all the blood in there, because that's another thing they would always try to get us to do, is, is to consume blood. Why? Because the Bible forbids us eating blood. I've done a study on this, just keying blood in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Why do vampires like blood? Because they're holy? No. Why do evil people drink blood in human sacrifice ceremonies because Satan is constantly trying to defile God's creation. Now, I understand a Satanist, you would say, well, he's a Satanist. Yeah, but he was still created originally in God's image. You know what I mean? So he's trying to get all of us defiled. He also knows by consuming blood, we're defiling ourselves not only on a physical level, but on a soul and spirit level as well. That's just one of the things. They've actually analyzed some of the chemtrail samples and they found there's there's um, blood cells in there as well. They're trying to defile us on so many different levels, it's just, it's unbelievable. He's got two reports up there now on this Morgellon-like substance they're finding in the uh, chicken piece. So you can go up there and, um, it's really gross. <laughs> but she's as she's talking, things are popping into my head that I'm just like learning like just, you know, a few days ago and it's, and it's starting to ring true. You connect the dots, you see the NASA war document. Uh, not only does it talk about the um, effects of frequencies and how it will be used, they acknowledge that it will interfere with our performance, that it will cause seizures. They acknowledge this in this document. It is no longer a debate about smart meters. 
we don't need any more scientists or doctors saying people are getting sick. This is the intention. So we have to stop looking at for more verifiable proof that people are becoming sick. This is the goal. This is the absolute goal. It's incarceration, it is enslavement, and it is depopulation. And it is massive mind control. Human sacrifice. The frequencies as well. have multiple purposes. What do you think the solution is to all of this this multi-level attack that's been going on for a very long time? Well, I think the solution is that people need to become educated as rapidly as possible. And there are documents that are... Uh, Again, no... The biggest lacking thing about the whole thing. No God involved at all. No turning to God. No getting on our knees crying out to God. No praying to the Lord Jesus Christ. No, no, no. There's none of that. Again... Her efforts are admirable, and she's very good at what she does, but again, ultimately the solution is it's not going to avert anything. It may buy us some more time, but you know, only the Lord Jesus Christ can deliver us from this type of evil. That is it. You know, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. That's why Jesus Christ said that in Matthew 24. You can see why we would need to pray that. All the things that are coming upon this earth, like the stuff we're talking about today, which is so far beyond horrific. If I would have done this teaching even 10 years ago, people would say I was out of my mind. You know what's funny? When I first started the ministry, and I was only back in like 2006, and even before that I had a newsletter that I sent out. And I didn't do any audio teachings, though, for a long time. I just sent out newsletters, and it was mostly on the health, and some on the Christian. No, I guess it was about a mix. And I'd get people, and they're like, oh, come on. You know, you're you're just one of those conspiracy theory nutbags. You're just, you know, you really believe all that stuff. I'd have people pull me aside and stuff like that. And, And I'd say, yeah, you better believe I believe it all. And you know what? I don't get a whole lot of that anymore. In fact, I can't remember last time hardly that even happened. People don't even go there with me because the, it's so overwhelming, the evidence that this is taking place right now, going on, and will continue to worsen. They've gotten to the point, literally, if I knew this stuff 20 years ago, they, I'm not saying God couldn't have intervened, but they would not have allowed me, if the Illuminati would have not have allowed me to bring forth all of this information 20 years ago. If I, if so, by some divine thing, I got it. They would try to stop me any way they could. They weren't ready for this level of knowledge to be publicly known. Their agenda was not advanced far enough. But now, I don't think they care. I think they're letting this type of stuff go so that they can get on with implementing it. Because remember, they've got to, it's the whole Luciferian thing. You've got to warn them before you do it to them. Okay, it's Kabbalistic, Luciferian, whatever you want to call it. And a part of that is also, they love to see their prey powerless to stop the coming, impending slaughter of them, of the prey. They, 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 they love to, for them to be forewarned and even know about it ahead of time, and then still have no power to do anything. That's a power trip thing for them. That's another reason they they do this as well. But they've come so far with their agenda. They're getting so... It's so out of control now. The news is so unbelievable and, and incomprehensible. They've come so far with their agenda. They don't care now. They're like, yeah, release it all. Let it all be known. We don't care. We don't care. We've come so far, you're not going to stop us. There's nothing you can do. But I believe a praying remnant of Christians can do a whole lot about this. I really believe that. Um, And if fasting is combined, that supercharges your efforts there as well. So, this is the, the biggest thing that's being left out of these types of things. Yeah, education. Great. Okay, we know about it. We know about the impending doom. But I want to see people get saved as a result of this. I want to see the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to see Father God get glory over intervention. It's not just about 
saving ourselves from evil. It's about people getting saved. God getting glory. To me, that's, that's the main thing that I would like to see come about as a result of this information coming forward, to see the mighty hand of God move. So, let's go further. For example, the Silent Weapons Quiet Wars document, it's a 41-page document. It's uh, on our website. This lays out, it's an operations research and technical manual. This, uh, this document was uh, the 1954 built a 1954 Bilderberg policy at the first Bilderberg meeting. And this laid out the strategy to control the human population. And again, I can't stress enough that everyone should read this because they talk about how... um, they, They talk about that this document should not be released to the people because it is a declaration of war. You can't keep fighting fires. You have to go after the arsonists. And that's what you're pointing out, is the people that are responsible. And everything we see out there, what they're spraying, and, and why are they spraying, nobody's talking about the conspiracy itself. This is a war against the people, and this you've got a hold of those specific people, and that's why that's valuable. They're killing us. That's exactly right. And this is their, this is their war plan. This is the war plan. So we have to go to the war plan. This is only 41 pages. You take out the diagrams, and you've got 36 pages. And it's not hard to read. They say that it's uh, uh, the silent weapon uh, technology has evolved from operations research, a strategic and tactical developed under the military management in England during World War II. The original purpose of this research was to study strategic and tactical problems of air and land defense with objective effectiveness used in initiated uh, military resources against foreign enemies. And they go on to talk about how uh, they came across technologies that um, they had... Oh, in 1952, the grant... The grant period terminated and the high-level meeting of the elite was held to determine the next phase of the social operations research. The Harvard product, uh, project had been very fruitful as is borne out by the publication of some of the results in 1953, suggesting the feasibility of economic engineering, studies of structure of the American economy. And uh, they talk about how... It was engineered in the last half of the 1940s. The new quiet war machine stood, so to speak, in sparkling gold-plated hardware on the showroom floor by 1954. So this document talks about a combination of irresistible attacks upon humanity and how they will control humanity. Politically, they talk about how they set up the uh, political system, right and left, so that we would feel um, our grievances were aired and our frustrations could uh, come out. But the bankers were behind everyone who was elected, and they laugh at us. They laugh at us. They very, very... So in other words, Democrat, Republican, there's not a dime's worth of difference as far as who they're being controlled by. Yeah, but see, it's a way that we can, like she said, air our grievances. So we can feel like, well, at least, okay, I know Obama's in office, but at least I voted for whatever, Mitt Romney at the polling place. At least I made my voice enough. Even though the voting booth has been totally rigged for I don't know how many decades, particularly at that level, uh, particularly now that they've went over to electronic voting with, with no paper ballots for the most part. So... All that's a joke, okay? And But see, humanity, we think, well, yeah, but at least I aired my grievances, so I've done what I can do, and now I can go back to sleep because I can't do any more. Is a sen- I'm not saying that's how we all think, but I'm saying that that's how a lot of people do think. And it's allowing us to vent our frustrations, but at the same time, they don't care because they're still advancing their agendas. And I'm not saying we shouldn't resist. I'm not saying we shouldn't voice, because... That is one of the ways they do gauge how far they can implement their draconian agendas. If there's no public outcry to something that they're doing, 
then that gives them the green light to say, well, the sheeple people have been sufficiently dumbed down over this particular issue. Now we can implement our nefarious plans even further. And I got into a lot of this also as well on my avian flu presentation that you can go up to uh, the uh, internet, just key in uh, Dr. Scott Johnson avian, and you'll find it up there. It's, it's free, and uh, the PowerPoint presentation I've done and I get into a PowerPoint and I show you all of this, how they telegraph their punches prior to cataclysmic events and prior to things they're going to do to us, how they, they've had these types of agendas. A lot of the stuff that we're discussing today as well. So let's go further. Very last, and I'll go to this right now because we'll come back to the document itself, but the very last statement in this document, it says, Factor 6, cattle. Those who will not use their brains are no better off than those who have no brains. And so this mindless school of jellyfish, father, mother, son, and daughter, become useful beasts of burden, or trainers of the same. So what they say in this document is they will dole out poisonous foods. It's not what we need, but it's what we want. And those that decide to eat these foods will have the consequences of that. They tell us uh, how they set up all the social engineering, how they devise the family, how they crumble the family, how they set up the war machine, how they influence thinking uh, in the family unit to allow the family to give up their children to war for a rich man's fodder. It's okay. So poisonous foods. Well, we've already we're, we've been discussing ongoing all of the ways they're poisoning and are increasingly poisoning the food system. Just the chicken McNugget thing alone. And how I many there's so many people that are absolutely addicted to McDonald's. I mean, just every day. And I, there's not a worse food you could probably put in your body overall. And then you look at the show like Soylent Green, which was another show from like the 70s, where literally, you know, dystropic, dystopic future where the economy's collapsed, everybody's herded into cities, um, pretty much one world everything, the environment's been totally ruined, and people are forced to eat soylent green, which, again, soy, I think is probably part of it. Soy is not fit for human consumption unless you eat small amounts that are fermented and, and organic, um, like, you know, they do in the Orient. The fermented kind is, is okay, but not a lot. But we eat GMO because virtually all soy grown in America is GMO, genetically modified, probably Roundup Ready soy. And it's um, put into everything. They put it into the health food bars and, and into the baby formulas and all this other. It totally messes up your hormonal system, causes cancer, causes all kind of problems with your endocrine system. It is not a food fit for human consumption. It is evil, okay? For the most part, other than I, I said, if, if other the other criteria meant okay a little, but it's evil stuff. And then you have soylent green, which was the Charlton Heston show, and I mean again, police state. Um, and then basically, you can go choose to go die, and if you go choose to go die, you you can have one hour where you can go into AC. There's no more AC. There's no more food. Everything you eat is like all of this. Poison, garbage, disgusting food. And Soylent Green is one of the main staples. And so, I'll get to what Soylent Green is. So you go to die, and let's say, okay, I'm old, I want to die, I don't want to suffer anymore. And so, in the one scene, it shows this guy who's friends with Charlton Heston, he goes to die. And he goes to the death, to the death center. And they go, and it's all real nice, it's all air-conditioned, and they, they, they treat you real nice, and they usher you into this room, and there's this big panoramic screen, and you're seeing all these wonderful things of wildlife, and unicorns, and rams, and pixie dust, and all this stuff on the screens, it's all these wildlife pictures, is what it is. Stuff you don't see anymore in this wonderful new world they live in, and um, all this scenery, and then by the end of the song, you're dead. You're laying on the thing. And so they come and they, they scrape your body up, they get it, and then they put it into the uh, old uh, garbage trucks, haul it away with all the other bodies, and take you to the processing plant where, guess what? You're what's for dinner. Because you're the main ingredient in soylent green. So they probably, I just grind you up lock, stock, and barrel like they do a lot with the animals now at the rendering plants. Take 
take your uh, euthanized cats and dogs with all the poisons in them that they were euthanized with, grind them up at the rendering plants, and then feed them, put it back in the pet food, and, and feed it to the animals, which further defiles them. Blood and all, everything, just, you know, give it, you know, feces, vaccines, euthanasia, whatever, drugs, all in there, but the collars as well, the collars they're wearing as well, just grind it up and feed it back into them. This is exactly what they're going to be doing, and they are to a certain extent already, I believe, with the whole, the Seminex thing uh, that uh, PepsiCo was involved with. Now they're saying they've backed off that, but whether that's really true or not, who knows, probably isn't, where they were using literally embryonic uh, kidney cells in order to develop flavor enhancements. For, and she's got some stuff about that. Uh, but from the last thing I saw from uh, COG of Life, COG of Life, they said that PepsiCo came out and said they had they had stopped doing that. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get updated information on this. But they did say that they backed off on that. Uh, I, I would still say I would never buy anything of a PepsiCo origin. Uh, Coke, they just came out this week defending aspartame. That's why I put out this, this report you're going to get in a couple days. Uh, saying that, you know, I, I guess it's probably good for you, even though it's a neurotoxin and causes all kind of horrific things like, you know, multiple sclerosis and all kind of other fun stuff. So, yeah, um, this is this is where we're going into. And so the guy, Charlton Heston, is able to actually go to this rendering plant where he's finding, you know, all these people uh, being basically ground up and turned into the soylent green. I can't imagine a more disgusting combination, basically, you know, humans totally ground up and mix it with some soy and then feed it back to the population, which further defiles them. And this is all part of Satan's design. It's a document that discusses uh, the artificial womb. They believe that people need to feel protected and that the elites are going to serve as the womb for protection of the people, that they'll have a place to take cover and hide from the reality of life because we just are not capable of managing the reality of life. So they will set up um, that artificial womb. It says, the objective of these artificial wombs is to provide a stable environment for both stable and unstable activity, to provide a shelter for the evolutionary process of growth and maturity. Survival. Notice how they keep bringing back into the discussion evolutionary process, which is something that Satan gave us via Charles Darwin, which is something that is going to interlink into when the Ascended Masters slash aliens make their big debut and tell us that, you know what, we're their little science project. They seeded humanity millions of years ago, and we're their little science project, and we've messed things up so bad that they have to come back and police their little science project, which is literally the basis for intelligent design. Whether you believe that or not, key in intelligent in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and get into that, exposing intelligent design. And that's, it's ultimately known as the ancient astronaut theory, which is basically what I just described there. The aliens came, whatever, millions of years ago, created us, and we've evolved into what we are now. But in order to take our next step of on the evolutionary rung, okay, so we can be as gods, like the Bible prompt, like the serpent promised Eve in the Garden of Eden, causing the first sin for humanity. Same thing. We need to, you know, do whatever the Antichrist and these benevolent aliens tell us to do in order to go to the next step on the evolutionary rung. And again, they're giving us that evolutionary thing. Um, so that's a big part of this as well. To provide security for freedom and to provide defensive protection for offensive activity. And they, they say that from the time a person leaves its, mo- mother's, its, its mother's womb, in every effort, every, its every effort is directed towards building, maintaining, and withdrawing into artificial wombs various sorts of substitute protective devices or shells. So they set themselves up to protect us, to keep us crippled, to numb us down with foods so that our pineal gland is interfered with, we're never able to reach our higher consciousness. And right now, 
the massive fluoridation across the United States is to collapse the ability for us to think. They're shutting us down right now. The reason that is is because fluoride calcifies the pineal gland. It's a proven fact. So not only does it burn out your lower brain lobes, which controls your will to resist, not only does it cause bone softening diseases, okay, not bone hardening, bone softening, organic fluoride that would naturally occur in a plant is great, but inorganic fluoride, uh, sodium fluorosilicate, aluminate, or whatever they're putting in there now, all these horrific forms of fluoride, those forms cause bone softening. Those forms cause cancer and all kind of other horrific. Those forms are so toxic and caustic, you would have to be in like a level three biosuit to even deal with the stuff. It can literally eat straight through concrete. The fluoride they're putting into the water system. And there's been spills of this stuff that have been documented. And I played the clips where they have to call out full hazmat teams with all kind of special gear in order to deal with it because it'll literally eat through concrete and they're pouring it into the water system. And one of the things it's doing is destroying your pineal gland, which has a lot to do with serotonin production, which has a lot to do with sleep regulation, which has a lot to do with your moods, uh, a lot of things there. Okay, so it's very, very important. Now, I do give the... um, far as water goes, she's got a, a site called toxicdrinkingwater.org and people ask me, well, how do we get the fluoride out? Well, my pref- preferred way is not to drink tap water, particularly as any kind of primary source. Um, I like the Echolo Blue machines because it makes it out of thin air. If you have it inside and you're purifying your air, it's probably about the safest way you can go. Uh, I'm not saying a protected well wouldn't be good but you know make sure it's being tested and i would even filter that as well but they do have now these pro the pro 1d filters that supposedly get out both forms of the fluoride okay the 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 second one that they started using has all kind of other heavy metals and all kind of other garbage in there because they're trying to kill us and this one supposedly removes both now i can't say that for sure but I would say if you, um, it would be the next, if, if you had to drink tap water, I would say that, and again, bottled water, you get the BPA and who knows what's in that. So that's not really any better either. Uh, again, they've, they've got all their bases covered. They're trying to take away all of our options in order to, you know, maintain any kind of self-sufficiency. But the, I give you a link here, water purification, uh, the pro pure, P-O-R-P-U-R, USA.com, ProPure1D filters. And those the, that's the one that supposedly gets it all out in one fell swoop. Okay, uh, I've seen mixed things regarding that. Um, regarding that. I don't think reverse osmosis will do it. Uh, maybe reverse osmosis in combination with other filtrations. You can probably knock it down pretty good. But again, I think the best way to do it is just to not drink from those sources because... Um, they're making it harder and harder to get out this stuff in, in the water systems. And it's a, it's a long, slow, soft kill, but that's, that's specifically targeted at taking out our brain and our pineal glands. They take your baby and make it rosemary baby. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It's very similar to the Matrix, which was based on a DARPA document. I mean, it's, it is similar, isn't it? It's, it's problem, reaction, solution, the same way they always operate. Um, so I guess the best thing to do is wake everyone up and hope that a grassroots movement can change it. Do you think revolution would be necessary at some point, or could it change without that? What do you think? Well, I think we need a revelation, not a revolution. A revolution would only bring in martial law, in, in the opinion of what we are looking at, would bring in martial law. Uh, it would also uh, allow people to be targeted with the weaponry that they cannot wait to roll out on us. You add the drones, you add the microdust, you add, add in the beam weapons that they tell us they have. They also have a blast wave accelerator. And when you look at the population of the United States, the majority of the population lives along the coastlines. And the blast wave accelerator 
was a uh, tidal wave uh, invention that the United States dreamt up with the Soviet Union back in the 40s. Actually, it was going to be used in World War II instead of the bombs, but they decided to use the bombs instead. And the blast wave accelerator um, exploits the methane deposits on the seabed and causes a fingerprintless, plumeless uh, tidal wave on low-lying areas around the perimeter of any country. That right they now just you've got your weaponized Gestapo meter that keeps track of every house and every movement and every bit of energy that you're already doing and can report back to whoever is observing. So we're virtually in a concentration. Well, I, and I didn't even know about that, what she just said there. And then you have the, the sinkhole in Louisiana with the methane there and all of the methane that could be released from all of the fractured Gulf seabed from the whole Gulf oil disaster, and then all the fracking going on all over the country, which also is potentially releasing methane and these types of other things, and that that could be getting into the groundwater, and, and it is. So really, it really is a global coordinated, but really targeted into America, a satanic effort to just try to destroy every single total aspect. Of, of our lives, and you know that's why the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds, and you know talks about putting on the full armor of God and and, and these types of things, and and really it's the mindset I think we need to get into because obviously their weaponry. I don't care how well armed you are, and, and I'm not telling somebody don't be armed and defend your family, but obviously if they're able to implement wholesale all of the weaponry that they have in store, we wouldn't stand a chance. But then again, if Satan could have his way, we'd have all been annihilated a long time ago. So again, it's the remnant of Christians that are the only thing that's going to really be able to to fight against the New World Order, the coming New World Order. Nobody else will have really any power. These people, unless they get saved, really are just going to end up being part of those that are annihilated. Uh, I have Commend them for their efforts. I pray to God their souls be saved. That's what I re- would really like to see. And But it's probably going to take some, some supernatural demonstrations on God's part in order to show um, a lot of these people that are seem to be, um, uh, well, gu- not misguided. You know what I mean? They're, 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 it's like their hearts are in the right place, but the biggest piece of the puzzle they've got missing is Jesus Christ. And... We, we another thing we could do is pray for them that they get saved because they could be uh, obviously tremendous allies because they're already their, their knowledge base is already great. They just are missing the biggest piece of the puzzle. So I'm going to go ahead and end part three here and uh, think this will be a, the final part. Go to part four. I, I may run out of time here. I have to go to part five, but we're going to do that. And God bless you and see you in part four.